Tonight we're talking famously single. It's Brandy's birthday, and they all go on a date with earbuds. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey, Shaggy, I got gotcha. you. What up, y'all? It's your boy DJ Justin Jane here in studio for the AfterBuzz TV after show for E's new show, Famously Single. I'm joined in studio by Miss Tiana Hobson. Hey, hey, everyone. How hey. you doing? Hey. I love this song, Jesse. Right? Thank you. Yeah. Turn up <laughs> All right, so very interesting. So we had Samaya in last week, mm-hmm. and you know she was spilling all the tea about like this week they were gonna go on dates and they were gonna have these headphone pieces in. Um, I wish we kind of got a little more than we saw. I felt like it was chopped up because they fit a lot of information into this. Um, so that would have been really cool and even cooler. Guess who's gonna be skyping live with us next week? Doctor Darcy. I have so many questions for her about my love life. Girl, we're talking about that <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry, there. But lives. that's fine because I already have one too. I'm gonna correlate it to want something to happen this week. I'm gonna be like, girl, well, since you said this to Brandy, what would you say? Um, no, but we're super excited for that. Um, but let's talk about this. So it's Brandy's birthday. Callum got her flowers. Nice, nice move. way to make it up. Yeah, nice move. I was like, wait weren't you just super pissed at her and like there's this whole big altercation but I mean I agree with what Brandy says he is a bad boy who's trying to be good so this was him trying to still show his sweet side he's like a star patch no a sour patch oh first they they cut the yeah yeah. first we're sour then we're sweet oh I can relate to that. Yeah, you are a sour patch. <laughs> um, so then we see Brandy and Dar- uh, Dr. Darcy talk, and it's a lot of it was about Callum. And I felt like sometimes I was watching Darcy, and I was like, are you thinking about Brandy, or are you trying to figure Callum out in this moment? Because she, <laughs> she was, was like, tell me more. Yeah, but I think it's because going back to last week when Callum and her were talking mm. before their party, she said, Callum, don't get drunk. Because you know you get angry, and then he went to the party and got drunk, and exactly what she said happened at the party. Yep. So, I mean, he doesn't follow instructions very well. No. Um, She said that with Brandy, she needs to help Brandy restructure what she thinks is safe. Which is so true, because I feel like... I, I feel like I was looking at a lot of my friends, and then I had to look at myself and be like, you know what? I keep going for this safety person... And I think a lot of it is because you become accustomed to dealing with a certain type of bullshit. Mm. And this is so sad that we that we get to this point in our lives. But it's like you become so accustomed to dealing with a certain type of bullshit that's like, <laughs> I don't even believe this. This is probably going to turn into some other bullshit. I don't know what that bullshit going to even feel like. I ain't got the time for that kind of bullshit. So I'm just going to stick with the bullshit that I already know because, <laughs> you know what I mean? I know how to maneuver my way through that maneuver. So... I I totally can understand that of having to restructure. And I was just saying to someone the other day about conditioning. I said, Mm -hmm. all humans are, are just children who have been conditioned. We've been taught, uh, we, we, you know, we, television, parents, you know, I was just reading the four agreements too. And it's so funny because I was having this conversation before I read the four agreements. And then when I read the four agreements, I was like, oh, oh my gosh, (laughs) Jesus is just inspiring me. But it said, you know, we become conditioned by the things that happen. If we, if we move and we hurt ourselves, we, that conditions us to think that's bad. 
can't do that anymore. Mm. And so it was interesting to hear her say that about Brandy because Brandy keeps talking about these safe people. Oh, I like him. He's safe because he's moving after. So I don't have to, I can commit to him. I can be open. I can, like how she was saying with Josh, like, Josh, you don't have to be perfect all the time. Okay, well, you don't have to be perfect all the time. Exactly. You can, you know what I mean? Why are you afraid he's going to move? You can be con- committed in a in a situation where you're not perfect. Yeah, and if he does move, why does that have to mean the end of everything? Mm. Like, I know long distance is hard, but what if he, you know, he's not tied down out there? What if he was actually open and willing to stay here with you after this time's gone out? Why not just go into it? open arms and an open mind to just see where it takes you, see where life takes you and just go with the flow for I a I mean, bit. I get it, you know what I mean? But <laughs> then at the same time, Brandy, I feel you, girl, because you like, what, 30-something? Is she in her 30s? 40s? <laughs> you know, like that late 30, 40. Yeah. yeah. We're going to say somewhere. <laughs> and um, for me, I look at her and it's like, I get it. You know, now she's in the spotlight. She's had these same kind of thing. And not only that, but, like, the situation with Leanne like that was that just was, huge. That's a big And then hit. to be dragged through the mud for it. And then that's where your fame kind of stemmed from. So I, I feel bad, and I, I kind of understand that defensive warrior of, like, I can't mess with these dudes, or how can I take advantage of these guys before they take advantage of me? So I get that whole aspect of it. So it'll be interesting to see how Brandy, her arc of her story. Um, she said, I still feel like Callum still has the same trouble. That's when she talked about the drunk thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing that Darcy said that I really like, she said, don't expose yourself if you don't think there's potential. And that's a really interesting thing because we mm. also saw Jessica kind of say it to Callum like, when he was talking about the drunk thing. I don't know. I balance with that. I, 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 I teeter with that thought because, I don't know, for you, like, I look at it like I've come to a point where I've gone on the first date and been the whole like, yeah, this is so much fun. And then it's like, okay, well, now the second one, it's like. Okay, and then now at this point, the second date, because we just had fun and it wasn't like you really didn't know me or... I don't know, like as you get older, don't you kind of feel like the conversation changes? That first date kind of changes? Yeah, I think the conversation changes as you get older and it's less about like the nitty... It's less about like, oh, the superficial things of life of, oh, what are your hobbies? And it's more like, let's get down to business because I only have a certain amount of eggs left in my reproductive system. So like, if we okay, don't do well, this bitch, shit, let's then do I'm going to be shit. like, well, girl, I don't know about your eggs. The only eggs I get are from Ralph's at the grocery store. But you know, like at a certain point, you're just like, okay, look, I'm looking, I know what I'm looking for. I know what I want. And let's just get down to business because I don't have any more time to waste well, on like, stupid things. Yeah. Like even the, like the date we saw, not to jump ahead, but like that was a, a really interesting moment. And I wish wish we could have got Darcy on the phone for this one because uh, I want to make sure we bring this up. When Jessica said to him, well, the girl asked, you know, do you drink a lot? And I felt like it was kind of a loaded question because why would you, if you know this is your past, why bring something like that up? Because now she's going to flip it on you like, why are you going in on this? So when she said, when she asked him that question and he kind of like, no. And then he was like, okay, well, the situation happened. And then Jessica was like, nope, shut that shit down. Like, why are you going deep into it? But, like, I don't know. Like, I feel for me personally, I would have respected him more to hear that from him than allow me the decision to make, like, okay, 
is he an alcoholic yeah. or is it he's telling me this on the first date because he's keeping it real and he knows that this was a problem and this is something that he is working on and he's keeping it real because I don't want three dates down the line to come find out we had a party and you fucking acting the, the goddamn fool <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you on that but also on the other side of it is it too much information that would just scare someone away that you might be interested in but uh, is it too okay much too i get soon? i get that too because people say that to me all the time. i'm a fucking open book <laughs> like i don't give a shit like really i don't yeah. and the thing is is like okay if that's too much information for you then my life will be too much for you and at this point y- so bye yeah and i think this is this is how i interpret it what jessica was kind of telling him to shut down a little bit it's one thing like don't lie about it because like you said he brought it up to begin with so he shouldn't have said no and then made it awkward just be real but he didn't have to go into the daddy issues and I think he was starting down that rabbit hole and that might have been the part that's a little too much on the first date to get into all your daddy issues and I'm just sitting here like huh but if you just tell me yeah well you know see I'm, I was I supposed through, to be a therapist I was supposed to be a therapist I, a I live for that I'd be period. like really <laughs> Why do you feel that stems I'm, from that? I mean, I'm nosy as fuck. So. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you and know, I, 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 and I will like, not judge you. I will be now, Willis. I, I'd be like, look, I do not judge you that you have all those kids. Clearly, your dick game is strong and good. But However, you know what? Keep it away from me. In my situation, <laughs> right? Don't breathe, sneeze, jerk <laughs> off near me because uh, uh. I, and I know I'm a man, but still, <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what kind of powers you the semen has. Apparently, last <laughs> Jesse Williams out here talking about that black people magic, so I don't want to experience that one, Willis. Keep that in your pants. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, so that okay, we have to bring that question up because I, I I just I don't know. I really teeter with it. I really mm-hmm. teeter with how much you are to open yourself up to and what to say and what not to say because I do it all the time. I know I just might as well put my foot in my fucking goddamn mouth. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, I hope they've never seen it, <laughs> a show that I've done. <laughs> Um, all right, so Samaya comes in. She talks to Darcy. Um, I wish they showed a little more of this, too, because I felt mm-hmm. like it was cut so short. And especially hearing, you know, Samaya's story, and I felt like they didn't really express it. But hopefully we'll get some more of it. She doesn't identify as bisexual. Love is love. Um, we got the story about her ex beating her, and, you know, that kind of set the tone for the men dating afterwards. Um it's so interesting to me because she said she knew she was into girls at such a young age. And I always say that there's like three to four different types of gay people. Mm-hmm. I believe I, I was born gay. Like, I like somebody, like, I remember at a young age, like, who I thought was attractive, <laughs> what I knew society wanted me to have, and who I knew I was going to have. <laughs> so I feel like there's that kind of gay. Then there's, like, when you're, like, younger and something happens to you, and it kind of, like she said, it sets the tone and it triggers. And then it's kind of just free people and their experience yeah. and you know what I mean? They're like, well, you know what? It's Sunday. <laughs> We're feel in like college. having a taco. <laughs> Tuesdays are for hot dogs. Um, so it was interesting to see that she knew this before but then when that happened with her ex, that set the tone. Yeah. I mean, I've never been in an abusive relationship or anything like that so I can't even imagine what she went through but like Dr. Darcy sitting there you know I was just like wow first of all I can't believe that she is able to share this and I'm I'm happy that she did because you know there's so many people out there 
who deal with the same thing and think that they're in it alone. And think that's love. And think that that is love, exactly. So to see that she was able to realize, you know, like, no. I deserve better. I deserve better than this, and she's not going to settle. And I love that she said she wasn't going to settle for anything less than what she deserves. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Simone. Yeah, go ahead. Preach, because, you know, go tell my mama that. (laughs) Get her off my case. (laughs) Okay. My mom's still out here like, you're going to find a good Greek girl? I'm like, (laughs) mom, Mom, come on. Maybe a good, strong Greek man. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) So we get to the birthday dinner party. Um, I like that Callum apologized for his uh, delivery to Brandy at the party, as he called it, his delivery such a man out <laughs> yeah but, and you know at least we're moving in the right yeah. direction of apology but you know when we're talking about what in this episode i could have used more of and less of i could have used less of this scene yeah it could have happened anywhere like he asked her out on the date but then there's no other mention it was like of we the got date the flowers the- at the top then we got the um the deliver the apology in the middle yeah. it was like we could have grouped that together got then, more out of like Samaya's story or more out yes. of something you know the ear thing um, so we get to the exercise and basically this exercise is cool I want to do that we should do I, this we should totally do this <laughs> although we'd probably get arrested if we tried to do something <laughs> like this um, but so it was like an exercise to help turn up your turn ons and dial down your turn offs Although I don't know if it really worked because then I was kind of like, I'd rather do this. It's fun to do it like with us, but yeah. then at the same time, like we're both looking, searching for the same information. Can the counselor get in my ear? Yeah, that's who I would have wanted. In my, <laughs> I need the dating coach in my ear telling me what to say, what to not say. Right. Um, be like, Rob, where you at? You know, tell me that I'm chewing with my mouth open and it's unattractive. <laughs> you know, just my boobs slipped out. I need those kinds of things you know being told to me. Like, don't ask that. Don't ask, are you an alcoholic? Don't ask, are you three? <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So we get to, we get to it. They do this earbud thing and... What I actually loved before is that they had them help them get ready, get ready. for the dates. It's which very was, interesting. Yeah. Especially seeing how the guys wanted to see their girls dressed. Dressed and, down. Yeah. They're like dressed down. And, you know, I love that Jessica is such a free spirit. But <laughs> I, I love that. girl. How you walking around New girl. York like that? <laughs> yeah. You got to be cold. Well, she got all those furs. You mm. know, that keeps her warm. <laughs> I love Jessica's like a cartoon. <laughs> I live for her. Um so would you say girls dress up for women more so than men like or is it like when you put your makeup on do your hair like is that for yourself is that for other women to be like look what I can do girl or is it like for men you want to be for me it's like where does all that like you are pretty you you aren't really like yeah I'm the biggest tomboy ever pretty much (laughs) Um, but I think that a lot of girls do dress up for attention and it can doesn't be atten- it who? doesn't matter from who. They just want the attention of, oh my gosh, like look at that outfit, look at that dress, oh look at her hair, look at her makeup, that kind of stuff. Mm. Okay. I'm not generalizing women and I, I But I mean it's true because we see feminist or anything. <laughs> Aubrey said tone down he said to tone down a hair makeup and Aubrey was like I definitely think that society has women thinking that that is what they're supposed to do because every time you see someone who is considered glamorous they have a pound and a half of makeup on Which their alicia face alicia keys i appreciate her doing yes, the, whole, the whole natural thing but i mean if i look like alicia keys i'd be out here yeah, walking like with no flawless makeup skin too, beautiful you know, freckles yeah, it's like, yeah, like get out sitting of here. up here with my dog scratch my face <laughs> and i'm like <laughs> jesse it's okay i i i beat you it's cool you can tell them <laughs> it's like i'm in a really abusive relationship <laughs> with my co-host she's really affected you're fine 
<laughs> no. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up now. Um, but no, I do think that that is part of why women think that. And I have a lot of friends love them to death, but I think that most of the time they have on way too much makeup for the simplest of tasks. And I'm just like, is that what guys want? Because like Willis said, when you take all that stuff off, the guy has a completely different person than who he thought. So I'm not saying to not dress up or put your makeup on. I'm saying just be a little bit more natural with it so that you're a real person and not some like created monster thing. It's so crazy because I grew up on the East Coast and like in the boondock. So, like, if I go out to a store, I'm looking crazy. Oh. I'll be looking crazy out here in these L.A. streets. Right? I, I go to the grocery store in my sweatpants. I and went to the gym the other day. My, like, my roommate was like, Jesse, you're wearing red lace shoes with maroon pants, a green top, <laughs> and a black hat. And I was like, the fu-, and I'm, I'm going wearing- to the fucking gym. Yes. This bitch going to say, oh, I'm go- uh, going to the grocery store, put an entire matching out- yep. sweatsuit outfit on to match to go Three minutes down the road, we first of all we live in the pro- the ghetto. Like the <laughs> hell are you trying to sit out here? I'm not trying to get robbed. I mean, you know what I mean? And I mean, I'll look presentable when I need to look presentable, but damn. Well, don't try going to that Gelson's a little bit further down the street by me, because, I mean, people are dressed to the tins in there, and I see, walk in I'm looking not the crazy, type, and I don't, I'm like... It doesn't affect me. I'm like, I don't really care. It doesn't affect me. Um, so, again, that, I can't wait to talk to Darcy, because <laughs> that's an important thing. Like, there are times where I always say, like, okay, if you're going on a date with somebody, like, how do you dress? Like, if it's a dinner date, like, you know, what... what I'm not a button-up shirt kind of person. Like, do I do that for the first day because we want to set the standard? Or is it, you know what I mean? Just show up in your t-shirt. Yeah, because you still want to be you and bring your personality to it. But if I'm dressing in, you know, like a cocktail dress and heels, that's definitely not me or who I am. Like the grocery store. If you had Gelson's dressed in a damn heels and looking hair up, makeup done, and you don't typically do that, to me, like, if I'm going to meet my husband at the grocery store, I want him to see me in my gym shorts looking like how I basically (laughs) look. How I look when I'm not on camera. I'll I'll buy expensive clothes so I look good on camera, y'all. The true (laughs) test for me is see me when I get out of a swimming pool and my natural black girl hair is just like black girl magic black girl magic like if you still love me then then okay we got something real here and speaking of real it's real in willis's pants because aubrey was offended by his pant size he said he was a 30 he had to get the 38 because his thigh muscles are so big which i totally understand that because my waist is at 28 but i can't wear 28s i have to wear like 30 32 because my butt too big (laughs) you got that booty problem uh and my thighs are too big so it's like it doesn't fit in a certain area so i get that but i mean girl he ain't gonna tuck his dick first of all he's a straight man exactly there's that and also what what she could have suggested is okay i get that you have to get the bigger size jeans but go have them tailored to fit better on you once you have them. Yeah. My brother has a similar issue with shirts because his shoulders are so broad. So he gets bigger sizes and then he takes it to the tailor and has them like mm. fit it so that it still looks nice and clean and crisp on him. Yeah, I've never been into the whole like tailoring thing until this year. Because yeah. I'm like my my God played with me with my height with my height situation. So in my body, I'd be like looking around, be like, "Am I a fucking unicorn? Why am I five six and with a butt that big?" Um. So yeah, 
Taylor. But I've never Taylor heard, fellers. Yeah, Taylor. It, it'll save lives. Um, I've also never heard of anyone being so offended by the size of someone's penis, but... Um, I <laughs> am. Because here's the thing. I totally agree with you, Aubrey. Like, there is a certain penis size that once you your dick is that big, like... Put it in a museum because it surely ain't going in <laughs> nowhere. <laughs> I don't know where. Um, you know what I mean? That's why it's like, like all right. Once you, <laughs> sometimes once people go black, it's because they can't go black. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing fits right again. <laughs> Come on, Stephen. That was funny. <laughs> Stephen probably wasn't paying attention. Just heard that end of that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so they go on the dates. We get Aubrey and uh, she goes on this date with Matt. And here's where I am going to team up with her on this. Because I did think it was kind of like, okay, you shut him down right away. But you can't have a fuck fame tattoo and drink a lychee martini. <laughs> like, you can't fuck fame tattoos and then you drink an a lychee martini. Yeah. Totally agree with her on that. Like... I understand martinis are bomb and they get you fucked up and if the you know they might have been like well, you can have one drink on us that probably would have been my drink too because a martini would get you real nice mm-hmm. now though then you out here like putting the balls in your mouth like just not a good first <laughs> date a good look um, I think he should have a talk with Dr. Darcy about appropriate drinks to get on a first date just you know anything with putting balls in your mouth probably not a turn on to the girl yeah. just Throwing not, that not one out MTV there. Not MTV the challenge. Yeah, <laughs> just throwing that one out there may be far-fetched, but, you know. Uh, we got Josh on his date. I didn't catch her name. Um, oh, I forgot her name, too. But here's where he started just, you know, I like that. I did like that Brandy took him out of the comfort zone, the threesome, foursome talk, and the girl was with it. She was like, because you know she watched The Bachelor or Bachelor, whatever show he was on, she watched that. <laughs> Every like and the other bitch who pretend like she didn't know your um what is your DJ name girl DJ Polly D- come on my mom would know who he was stop <laughs> and you're a cl- you were a club promoter during when he was on the Jersey Shore stop so you're a liar um Callum and Abby that was awkward about the whole death situation yeah we got Willis and Shannon which <laughs> that was cool but my. My worry for Willis is that he got eight kids and you got to tell the girl at some point. And for me, it's cool if you got a couple kids, but he has eight kids by what, seven different moms, he said? To me, that is a red flag. And I'm like, stay clear from me. Yeah. It's going to be like someone just fuck loves his personality yeah. so much that's like, you know what? You done? Like, okay. Like, we don't get you snip, snip, snapped, and... You've had enough sex had for enough. your life. Yeah. Okay, You don't Willis. need to create any more human beings in the world. Um, and <laughs> he just is so... I love that he just is so, like, captured by women and just the beauty. Because even when she came in, he was so shocked at what she looked like. He was like, damn. He was like, oh, I gotta get up. I gotta be a gentleman. Oh, it was like, he was just so... Whoa, I wasn't expecting this girl to come. He's got the old school manners that I miss from a lot of guys these days. Yeah, but like... But... Like how Brandy said, though, he's like her ex, where it's like he's so sweet in person and knows all the right things to say, minus the thing in the bathroom. And then it's like, the dark side is, oh, you out here fucking all these bitches. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And those are just the children we know about. And maybe you don't have other kids, but how many vaginas have been tampered with? Yeah. That's a... What's your count? This is why I wish people came with nutritional facts. 
<laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Nutritional facts. Just like, this is how many people I've had sex with. How many people I've kissed. How many people? Yeah. Okay. How many STDs you will get? <laughs> fucking with me. Like, mm. How many you had and then, you know, took an antibiotic for? Right. Like, all <laughs> that. I need all that information. Um, like, family details. Like yeah, my, family like, history. Cancer runs in there. <laughs> I was I was obese as a child. <laughs> Just like label it all. Here. I did not wake up like this. Samaya <laughs> yeah. so goes on a date with Amanda, so they did a little lesbian action on the show. Her date was actually to me one of the ones that seemed really enjoyable for both sides. But I instantly know. I instantly no? knew it was a bullshit date because I think Samaya is just that. Samaya yeah. is she can talk to anyone and not only that but then to hear like okay this girl she's a lover she's not like i am a lesbian like she's free to no mm-hmm. boxes but there was no it was more of a friend like to me watching Maybe the two that's of them why. it was more friendly mm-hmm. and that's why it was enjoyable and yeah. it was so perfect cuz it was almost Samaya becoming the man yeah because she's always been used to having to battle these dudes it would be nice for me uh which when she was talking about her relationship that she's now in i actually met her um and to see them together very well balanced okay. like there's no position like you wouldn't say oh that's the guy that's the girl like you don't think that you just mm-hmm. it naturally we're watching that was kind of like they just seem like friends yeah like i could never see the two of them like <laughs> we got Brandy and Jameson who lives in WeHo and had a nice set of hair on him but then they started talking about threesomes and she said two guys one girl and he was like you're gonna <laughs> set that with obviously well yeah she's you're from girl, WeHo you're, and she's a girl asking <laughs> no, like come on is that hot though I heard a lot, like most of my female friends are like that's disgusting I would never want two guys I'm not opposed to that. I would prefer that over another girl being in there. Hmm. But that's just. Are you a threesome? Could you? Could you do that? I don't know if I could. In my like, mind, I want to experience it to be like okay, like. But then I feel like I can't be dating one of them. Like yeah. it would have to be like we all cool in a situation. But then we, I don't know, like I, I don't know. Yeah, I have a, I have a girlfriend who in oh. college had a oh, threesome. Like, no. She's been asking. No, no, I have a friend who had a threesome. It was two guys and her, and she said it was one of the most memorable moments of her life because I mean I would imagine. Like, I hope she would. She's like it was just them. two men completely and utterly devoted to her pleasure in that moment and so she was like it was fucking awesome she's like I had one you know going down on me one doing this and I was like okay see I think (laughs) alright I don't know why I always think family matters (laughs) like Carl Winslow just gonna come walking in what are you guys talking about (laughs) threesomes um Okay, so like that, where they're devoted to her. Because a lot of the times the girls are like, I don't want like dicks, two dicks swinging around. What if they touch each other? And like, yeah. like that, it's interesting with women where two, that fantasy is kind of like taken away from it. Yeah, because when guys are thinking of a threesome, they're like, and it's girls involved, they want the girls to be. Like sex like, slaves. Yeah. And, and then like, them making and out. Like, and like, oh, let me watch you two go at it for a while. And I feel with two guys, I don't want to see them, them go going at it. I want like, you both on me. Like, hand of your business right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I don't know. I think that's the difference in how men and women look at threesomes. I agree. In the straight world. Um, Jessica brought out... <laughs> <laughs> I 
love her I for love bringing her. out these cards. I did too. Something you would do. Yeah. <laughs> totally something you would do. Um, hold on, I have my Hang rock on. salt, <laughs> my candles, and my sage. <laughs> I can't wait to meet, uh, hang out with you, Jessica, so we can do that. Um, so she's a Gemini Cancer. This is where I would, I can't wait to meet her because I'm going to ask her about this stuff because I can't with reading these books. Uh, she's a Gemini Cancer. She doesn't care for Tauruses because she rolled her eyes for Tauruses because guy Tauruses towards uh, female Geminis. But I get it because here's the thing, girl. Gemini girls I've met, I've, there's such a big difference between guys and girls in horoscopes. Because one, can't mess with the Scorpios, but love female Scorpios. Love female Geminis, male Geminis. Every guy in my family is a male Gemini. They irritate my fucking goddamn soul. They're the only people, even my best guy friends, Geminis. Like, I don't know why Jesus wants me to have all these Geminis in my life to work on my patience. That's probably what it is, because y'all crazy. So I can imagine Jessica, because I don't really know if I actually know too many Gemini females. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of male Geminis. My brother's a Gemini. I actually met... I like Tauruses. Yeah. They're easy to bet. Like, when they get the emotional stubbornness, I just be like, okay, well... They're good cars. <laughs> What's that? I was making a joke. They're good cars, Tauruses. Oh, Taurus. <laughs> I get Yeah, it. in like 2003. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. What's it called? From moving on from there, we got Aubrey. She was jealous of Polly, that Polly got the girl's number. But that is such a way to get out of talking to someone yeah. and being like the nice person about it because I've done that before. And it's, you know, he at least, she can't now bug him. He has all the power. So, yep. I mean, like you said, it's the best of both I, worlds but I mean, have you ever been of, suckered into giving your number and you didn't want to yes I just did it and I'm I, so irritated I mean I did too when when it comes to like guys I meet out sometimes and this is terrible um, I change one number in my number as I'm giving them my oh number God, I'm drunk yeah and so <laughs> then they can't contact me but you know how people are like oh I can't think of a fake number off the top of my head I'm like no I say my exact number I just switch one number at the end Instead of, like, my number ends in a two. Instead of saying two, I say seven or three. I got my phone number. I called every number I could. (laughs) I finally found you. Uh, Ah, yes. My family, we all got our... I've had my my number for, like, years. We got them at the same exact time. So if I put one off, it's going to be my mom. It's going to be someone in your family. Like, oops. Like, remember me at the club? Like, (laughs) Like, what? But, I mean, I am guilty of doing that and then the thing you have to make sure of is that they don't see your phone or be like oh let me call you right now well that's the other thing people like don't do that because you're only going to hurt yourself or hurt your feelings or stuff like that when you're like I'm going to call it right now like no don't do that don't please don't do Mm -mm. that Uh, (laughs) he said Aubrey was so mad but he said no girl she was like the bootleg version you don't say that either don't no (laughs) not the way to our girl's heart (laughs) um Josh says he loved going on the date. He realized that he doesn't have to be perfect. And again, that's where Brandy made that comment about her ex was so sweet, but he had this dark side. And that's how he used it. Uh, because he didn't have an outlet for that dark side, he used it for cheating. And I tried getting into this conversation with someone the other day, and they didn't understand how I was probably communicating it. But... um Using, I feel like there is so many people, it's like I've dated bad guys before, right? And a lot of the times you look at, oh, well, they look promising. They look like they can get over that, whatever that hump is, they can get over it. And I think a lot of the time is because I can realize, 
okay, that happened in your life and you're channeling it through your drinking or you're channeling it through that. Now, when you try to relate that to them, they're like, mm, no. if they're not ready for it, they ain't going to fix yeah. it. Yeah, they have to be ready to receive the information. And if they're not, then they have their blinders on and they're blocking that out so they can't even see what you're seeing. And a lot of it is being mindful of other people too to where we want to judge or be mad at people instead of being mad at them and judging them. It's just knowing something happened to them in their life. That's why they're acting out the way they're acting out. And you know what? They deal with their dark issues like that. I don't have time to deal with that dark, those nope. dark issues. Because I've, child, I've dealt with everyone's dark issues. <laughs> and, they, and then they gave me dark issues. I've never been a dark person. But when you deal with dark people, they will internalize their darkness onto you. So you got to be careful with that. Um, and when you acknowledge it about someone else... That's a red flag. And you walk walking away. Walking away. Craig David. Um, the coaches, we saw Rob and Laurel back. And um, I like that Aubrey and Willis said that they found patience on their dates. I don't know if I believe that with Aubrey. No, because once she's over something, she's kind of like me. Once <laughs> she's over something or someone, she's done. Like, and completely. Like, doesn't compl- mind if she, what she says hurts yeah, your feelings. You or are dead to me. You aren't even a person anymore. So Aubrey needs a meme where she's just like, you're dead to me. You're dead to me. Because <laughs> that's not patience. That's just you being you. Keeping it real. Let's Keeping just, it 100. Uh, I'm over you. You're so boring. You're not my type. So I'm just going to not pay attention. Darcy's really into Brandy. And there's something I feel like emotionally, she feels emotionally connected to Brandy and Callum specifically Mm -hmm. and Josh a little bit too. That's where I'm sensing though, as far as like who she's really kind of connecting with. Yeah, I can see that too. I think maybe because Brandy and Callum, a lot of their issues are, I mean, it's different, but it's kind of in the same wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. So that's probably why they're so attracted to each other, which then brings Darcy even more into it like okay let's really here's an actual example in house that we can pull yeah. this on to I wish she would do it with uh, Polly and Aubrey because I'm so confused about them I don't th- I don't know like I see they're still together on online but like it's weird yeah it feels like at least at this point that Aubrey is way into him and he's still kind of like and eh, like She's convenient right here. That, but... I feel like their relationship is more. It, it's it visually it feels more. They that that's typically that's someone who Aubrey would go for because it works in the Hollywood scene or same as Polly. Polly knows like okay like you know she can be relatable to me at times, but I don't see the like. I don't know. I just see two hot people together. Yeah, like, I, I don't, don't see, see like an emotional connection and the chemistry that I see with Callum and Brandy mm. when they kind of have their talks and are yeah. in their zone a little bit. I see more of a connection right now between Brandi- Brandy and Callum than I do Aubrey and Polly. Or, yeah, because a lot of it is like Aubrey just gets this like deep look and stare and she just has like this conversation. Polly's like, yeah. And, like, and then it's the jokes like, and yeah, like it, he doesn't know how to handle that. I want to see him step into that world of Aubrey and yes. connect on that level. That'd be dope. Um, all right. Well, next week, I guess we're going to get this whole dating mixer. Everyone's blinded and whatnot. It looks <laughs> interesting. I feel like this whole exercise is for Josh because he is so hung up on how a date is going to look. And Aubrey too. Yes. But especially Josh, because even tonight he was like, well, 
are these going to be attractive people that we're going on dates with? Like, I need to know if the person I'm spending an hour at dinner with is going to be cute or not. So I feel like this whole exercise is aimed at him to get him to kind of see that there's more to a girl than just looks Mm -hmm. and that you can be attracted to something more, something else. Which is, I just feel like we live in this society where it's like we're taught... Like, because we live in an Instagram society, so it's always swipe left, swipe right, double like it if you like it. If you don't, just scroll by it. Because it's like, and now it's like where Instagram first came out, everyone would like all your pictures. Now it's like, well, maybe selective over that one. Or you know what? I'm only going to follow shirtless people. I'm only going to follow girls that have their titties out and things like that. And the dating apps don't help. Nope. Because they're all just, oh, look at this person's picture. And it's branded to look like an Instagram. Mm Mm-hmm. And so that's when, now when you're on Instagram, you're looking at this app as a Tinder or a dating thing, and it's like, this is fucking Instagram, y'all. Calm the hell. (laughs) Take your booty off the Insta. Um... So this will be interesting to see them with, the, with their eyes bl- uh, blinded, especially Willis. I'm actually interested to see who he will connect with. Yeah. With that. Um, but yeah, so that was the show. We want to know what you guys think. We're going to have Dr. Darcy on, on Skype in with us next week. If you guys have any questions, tweet them at us over at AfterBuzz TV, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, also, make sure you guys keep in contact with me I, over there at, everywhere on social media, DJ Jesse J. And I'm everywhere at the Tiana Hobson. Boom. We'll be back next week. Let us know your thoughts down below. Till next time. Peace. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.